Welcome to Medicine with the Metals. I'm Mark, and this is Michelle, and we're here to share our psychedelic journeys with you. Well, hey, Mark, how's it going today? Man, it's going fantastic. You know, we had a really great weekend this weekend, didn't we? We headed down to Miami, um, another psychedelic conference, met some pretty cool people. We were. We were down there at Wonderland this year. Let's see. We we caught up with uh, Jules Callahan and the ladies at Being True to You. That was mm-hmm. super fun. They were there from um, San Diego, California, I believe. We also met up with uh, Charles Patty. So that was always fun. I love yeah. going to these conventions and meeting up with people. Yeah, me too. You know, it's that, that networking, those connections we're making and what we're doing. And speaking of connections we're making, how about that plant medicine path and the geo directory? I'll tell that you what, is take it off. It's coming to life. It is being mm-hmm. offered free still till the end of the year. So now is the time to jump on there and get your modalities out there. Absolutely. So today we have got Jonathan Schechter. He is here to talk about the importance of breath work in this community and and while facilitating. So I'm very excited to talk to him about this. But why don't we go to a commercial break real quick? Okay, we'll see you in just a few minutes. Tired of feeling like you're barely holding on? Are you searching online for answers only to come up with more questions? Looking for ways to feel better and make life more livable? There is a way where you can feel better and take on the world. Transforming your mental health nourishing both your body and mind. Embark on a journey to lasting happiness and vitality. All powered by the wisdom of Mother Earth. Today, we have breathwork and transformation coach and host of Vital Point Podcast, Jonathan Schechter, joining us. Welcome, Jonathan. Thanks so much for having me. Not a problem, my friend. Hey, Irene, you know, we finally are getting to connect, aren't we, after what, two years of trying to get back and forth? Yeah. Well, we've both been growing for the last couple of years, so it's a perfect timing as always. Yeah, it always happens at perfect timing, doesn't it? Well, divine timing. And, yeah, divine. So why don't we go ahead and let you introduce yourself, tell a little bit about what you do in this space and what brought you here. Let's go ahead and start with that. Yeah, thanks. Um, so my name is Jonathan Schechter. I'm a breathwork facilitator and integration transformation coach. And really where I've found that I really fit and feel good being of service is right at the crossroads of breathwork and psychedelic integration, like really teaching people how to connect with their breath, to enhance their psychedelic work, to help prepare and integrate, and even sometimes to replace um, the psychedelic work that they're doing. Really cool. Because, you know, starting on this space, first of all, you know, we, well, let's go this. Let's, how did you get started with psychedelics and into this space? Let's get into that story first. I've been a long time recreational uh, psychedelic user. Um, had no idea what integration was really about or that it could be used for more than just like a good recreational time. And then I started to go through, uh, I guess, what you would call the a dark night of the soul. 
um, everything in my life started to kind of fall apart. Um, I was in a marriage for almost 11 years that was getting abusive and was very dysfunctional. I wasn't happy in the job that I was working in and sort of sprinkled in there um, in the middle of all this happening were these really transformative um, high dose mushroom journeys that unfortunately, when they were happening initially, uh, were kind of happening in secret. Um, because my ex-wife was not supportive of that type of activity. And so that was when I started to, you know, have these five gram journeys in the dark, um, you know, really following Terrence McKenna and starting to discover that there was a bigger world out there. And when that, the integration of some of that work and just the inevitable conclusion that, hey, this this marriage isn't really where I need to be. And I finally left. Um, I was left in this place where I was like, I, even though I was the abused one, um, I didn't want to walk away from that. Just saying, well, I'm a victim and this person victimized me. I had to take a long, hard look at myself and say, Hey, you know what? You were in this relationship for a few more years than it should have been. And I wanted to do some work on myself so that for no other reason, I didn't end up in a similar situation again. And so that exploration started me down this path of working uh, more intentionally with plant medicines, a lot of ayahuasca ceremonies, a lot of high dose uh, mushroom work, and eventually into doing um, ice baths, which led me to breath work. And initially it was just kind of a curiosity. It was like, I like, I'm, I'm doing a lot of medicine work. Like how, how, how crazy could breath work be? You know, it was, it was, I was very skeptical of it. And then when I started to experiment with it, it was like, oh, wait, I know what this place is. You know, like I'd get to these places in these experiences that were very reminiscent of the, the plant medicine experiences that I was having and so it started to be this space that I could use to explore, to deepen the um, medicine experiences that I was having and um, to have more time and more clarity around what was coming up for me uh, in, in those spaces. Yeah, really cool. You know, I mean, I think these go hand in hand, you know, breath work yeah. and psychedelics and it all kind of works in together because getting through a lot of these tough, deep, deep journeys, you really need your breath in those situations. You know how important that is. We all do. If we have experienced some of these medicines, really cool backstory and how you got here and how you noticed that, um, that dark night of the soul. I think we go through a few of those on this path. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, what really, what really cemented this for me was, you know, I was, I was doing, I would say dabbling and experimenting. And, you know, even though I was working with facilitators for my plant medicine experience in the beginning, the breath work was all just looking up YouTube videos and trying different things and going to different people's, you know, breath work events in, um, you know, here in Tucson where I live. And I ended up um, going to an online breathwork uh, journey that was very, very intense. But the thing that was the most exciting about it to me was 
as I was going through this experience, it everything that I had been trying to figure out for myself in terms of, well, I know that this is really transformative and I'm really having these amazing experiences. How can I share this with other people? Um, and the, all the ideas that I had in my head were like literally in this container. And I was so excited doing this breathwork experience. Um, and so afterwards I reached out to the facilitator and he said, oh, we're, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. We're just about to start our first ever facilitator training program. So it was a six month program. A third of it was um, all personal development, like a lot of shadow work, a lot of inner child work. And it really went hand in hand with the medicine work that I was doing on the one hand, but also it gave me pause right at the beginning because the expectation in this training program was that um, we were going to do at least one breathwork journey per week for six months. And I had this moment, I remember like I was out on a hike and all of a sudden I just kind of stopped and was like, wait a minute. So I'm going to do these journeys that are basically as intense as a major psychedelic experience once, a once, week. <laughs> once a week for the next six months. Like, what did I sign up for? I'm not sure if I had put it in that sort of context that I would have been as excited to do it. But since I had already signed up, I was really committed. I just said, hey, I really need to start focusing on my integration and really taking this seriously. And so that's when I started changing my life in these really subtle ways as far as my practices that I was doing every day and every week and really putting a lot of emphasis around the preparation and integration of not only the breath work, but these other um, you know, experiences I was having with mushrooms and other medicines. So I have a question. Were you, were you the, the first time that you went deep with breath work? Cause I remember the yeah. first time I did it and it was as powerful as ayahuasca for me. Right. Were you surprised? Were you surprised at how deep it was? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I was very skeptical. Like I said, I mean, I've, I've, I've had a lot of LSD, you know, experiences with LSD and, you know, lots of high dose mushroom work and um, ayahuasca. And so I thought there was no way that breath work could be anywhere near, you know, these really, really deep, powerful psychedelic experiences. And just like you said, you know, like um, just as intense, sometimes even more so. Um, like even just recently, um, I did a retreat for holotropic breath work and had an experience that really like shocked me and um, that I'm still integrating. And this is from somebody that's been, you know, doing this work regularly for the last four years, really, you know? So it was like, whoa, there's still levels and layers that I'm getting to. And, um, you know, it's, I feel like it's important for me and the type of work that I'm doing uh, to continue to explore and to continue to do my work. That helps me show up for other people. Can you explain or can you tell our audience about some of these type of breath works? You did mention holotropic. And I know Joe Dispenza has a beautiful breath work that I, you know, picked up in my practices early in this path. I really love that man. I think he's really intelligent. Absolutely. And I think um, just explain to the audience yeah. the few different types of breath work there are. Sure. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because breath work has become such a, a an umbrella type of a right. statement, right? It's, it's kind of like, like integration. Yeah, like integration or the the example I always use is like if you say to somebody, well, I exercise, 
But what does that mean? Do you do Pilates? Are you running on a treadmill? Are you doing CrossFit? Are you lifting weights? You know that. Or do you pick yeah, up yeah. the sandwich and put it in your mouth? <laughs> there you go. Right. Yeah. Um, That's what I do. So, so on a very base level, um, breath work is breathing in an intentional way to create a, a shift or a change in your consciousness or your system. The way that I like to explain it is to put it into three different categories. And those categories really build on one another. They're not like separate silos. The first one uh, is awareness practices. So starting with getting aware of the breath and then into the body, right? So it's having somatic awareness and then ultimately connecting that with what's happening inside of the mind. And these are all connected, right? So we have these awareness practices. Then moving on to practices that are uh, working to regulate your nervous system. Now, normally when you start with that, or even if you're not really trained for breath work, um, we all intuitively kind of know that taking a deep breath can kind of relax us, right? Like we've all heard that, like, hey, take a deep breath and relax. So we know that we can downregulate the nervous system, get into the parasympathetic, that rest and digest. But we can also use the breath to energize, to upregulate, to intentionally move into that sympathetic part of the nervous system where we are more active and more activated. So that's the second um, sort of category. And then as we continue to upregulate, we can move into the third, which I would call transformational breath work, um, or you could call it holotropic breath work. Um, holotropic meaning moving towards wholeness. Right. So uh, this was a term coined by Dr. Stan Groff, who created holotropic breathwork in the 60s. He was uh, a researcher working with LSD and um, basically one of the fathers of transpersonal psychology. And when LSD became illegal, he felt so that the, the work that he was doing was so important that his curiosity was, can we do can we get into these states that people are accessing with LSD without an actual medicine or a, a molecule. And one of the things that he had noticed when um, the people he was working with were sometimes coming out of the peak part of the LSD experience, but they were still processing something, uh, is that they would start to hyperventilate. And that would sort of kick them back into a deeper part of the medicine journey. So the hypothesis was, if we did this breathing without LSD, would it be as powerful? And the answer is a resounding yes. And just like you were saying, Michelle, right? Like um, it can be just as powerful. I've had clients that have told me that out of 25 years of psychedelic experience, the most intense like person, you know, journey that they've had is with breath work. And I can say that some of my most intense sort of insightful life changing um encounters with the expanded states of consciousness would be with breathwork as well. Yeah. I've heard the same thing. So very interesting. So I have a question about when, when you're doing the breathwork, probably when you're to the holotropic state, Mm -hmm. when you're, when you're into that state. Yeah. I remember my hands doing this and stayed like this really for hours and it was painful, but I, 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 I can't remember now why they told me this would happen, but now that we're talking about it, I remember it so well. What is that? Yeah. So um, what you're describing is something called tetany. Um, It's very, very common in the breathwork um, experience. And the explanation for tetany 
really uh, depends on where you lie on the science versus, let's say, woo-woo scale of things, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And within breathwork, there are people on both sides of the spectrum. So if you're purely in the science and performance and, you know, functional breathing uh, kind of area, that that side of the spectrum, you're going to say that as you are doing this um, more uh, deeper, faster, uh, connected breathing, which we're often doing with holotropics. So you're doing something like this, right? You're breathing faster, deeper, and you're connecting the in and the out breath. So as you're doing that, you're changing the balance of oxygen and carbon dioxide in the body. You're off-gassing more carbon dioxide. And that over time, the blood becomes more alkaline. There's different um, things that are happening on sort of a biochemical um, level. And as you get close to that hyperventilation state, um, you can have this tetany where it feels like your hands or sometimes your feet are cramped up. Sometimes we call it having lobster claws. Like it feels like you have these really extreme cramps, right? Now, if you're on the woo-woo side, the spiritual side, let's say, um, you would explain tetany as uh, that energetically something is coming up that wants to be worked out, that that through this state of breath work, you've, you're entering an expanded state of consciousness. You're connecting with something that Stan Groff called the inner healer, um, which is really synonymous with consciousness itself. And that whatever resistance or whatever showing up in the body is this sort of manifestation of trauma or other somatic energy that's, that wants to work through, right? And that the tetany is really just, uh, it's, it's how the, the body is working through this thing that wants to, to move and wants to energetically release, right. right? Now, for me, I personally think that it's a little bit of both, right? Because like you said, Michelle, you got that tetany. I get it maybe one out of every four or five times that I breathe. Yeah. So I feel like if it was just science, everyone would get it the same way every time, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't get it that way, the same way every time. Not all my clients get it the same way every time. So what I do is I give people some tips for staying away from the tetany because while it is very common and while nobody's ever had tetany after they're done with breath work and it will release on its own, like just like any other tension in the body or, you know, like, physical tension, emotional tension, mental tension, it's going to build to a maximum and then release on its own. So the invitation is there. If you can hang with it to, to stay with it, something's trying to work through like the, it, within the holotropic paradigm, the healing happens through intensity. Mm-hmm. So if there's an emotion that's coming up, make it bigger, make it more intense. If the body wants to move, let it move, let it be big, let it be intense. Right. So the invitation is there to see if you can hang with it. But breathwork is also a very self-empowering practice. So we want people to feel empowered where it's like, if this is too much for me today, I know how to work with it so that it will subside. 
Right. And let's so, dive into that a little bit, yeah, if you don't mind. Let's, yeah. let's, let's dive a little deeper into people and that, because when I first started this path, I knew I was looking for all these different modalities. And breathwork was one of the first things I, I picked up and I thought it was really interesting. But I yeah. always thought I was making mistakes. I thought mm. I'm not doing this right because, you know, <laughs> I, I found out one thing, though, really quickly. I found out that we don't know how to breathe. We don't breathe properly in America. Or just day to day. We just, right. it's, we, we always try to breathe from our chest. And I, you know, this path has really taught me, I really gut breathe a lot through my nose. So like, let's dive deep into some of those, those quirks or whatnot that people over have to overcome. Like this isn't a yeah. perfection. There's nothing perfect about this. Right, we call it a practice, right? Yeah, it's, right. It's right, not right. a perfect. <laughs> right. uh, I love yeah, that. And, and and like he said, you know, people are approaching breathwork from a variety of different uh, reasons. You know, especially for for folks that I think are probably listening to this podcast that are more uh, interested in expanded states of consciousness, of working with psychedelics and plant medicines, and being able to integrate those experiences and for transformation or growth. Um, you know, breathwork can be a great way to, like you're saying learn how to breathe on a more daily basis, um, you know, learning how to slow the breath down, to breathe more through the nose, to activate the diaphragm. And that's going to calm down the nervous system. That's going to bring us into a place that's more coherent with our heart, with our nervous system, with, with, with what's happening in the body. And there's an awareness that comes with that, right? So that's the type of breathing that I'm trying to do as much as I can during my day to day, but also when I'm having my medicine experiences, I'm like sitting down and doing coherence breathing so that I am as aware of what's happening as possible. Right. So I don't, why don't we get into some basics right now? Why yeah. don't we for the audience right sure. now? Yeah. Why don't me, you and Michelle were here? Why don't we do one really quick breath technique so people can see this? Sure. So yeah. So the first thing that I'd invite you to do is just notice your breath in the body. Like if you just start to take a couple of deep breaths, just start to notice where you feel your breath, where you connect with that sensation in the body. And then the next thing I would, I would invite you to do if it feels okay is to start to breathe in and out of the nose. Now, one thing that we suggest sometimes in the beginning is putting a hand on the chest and a hand on the belly, because what we want to do is we want to start bringing that awareness of the breath moving with the diaphragm. You know, oftentimes we say breathe through the belly, but that's really only the beginning, right? The diaphragm actually moves 360 degrees around us. If we put our hands at the bottom of our rib cage and we're taking deep breaths, we might actually be able to feel the rib cage expanding, those intercostal muscles moving. So we want to breathe through the nose and we want to start breathing into the diaphragm. And then the next thing is just to slow the breath down, right? So within heart coherence breathing, we're breathing in for a count of five and out for a count of five. And this is a guideline. There's research that's shown um, that this is sort of the optimum way to breathe. But if you think about it, breathing in for five seconds and out for five seconds, we're breathing six times per minute. The average person is breathing anywhere between 15 and 20. And if we have a lot of anxiety, we're breathing even more than that. So maybe slowing the breath down to six breaths per minute is too much, too fast, right? But just starting to slow the breath down as much as feels comfortable. The last tip that I would give 
is seeing if you can make your exhales a little bit longer, right? To get, so, that, to get that excess out, correct? Yeah. Well, and also just to, so our inhale activates the sympathetic part of the nervous system, the fight or flight. The exhale actually activates the parasympathetic. So when we're doing these things, when we're slowing our exhale down, when we're breathing, taking deep belly breaths, and when we're breathing through the nose, we're literally telling our nervous system that there's a lack of danger in our environment, right? We, if like a the, the example that we always use in somatic work is if a bear walked into the room right now, you would have these immediate responses, right? You wouldn't be sitting here going... Yeah, let me just take deep, relaxing breaths, right? right? Uh, so, so, right, exactly. We would have those those gasps that, you know, our, our nervous system would come online to keep us safe because that's what the nervous system does. So we have to start showing the nervous system like, hey, it's actually okay to relax and to be to feel safe in this environment. Now, for some people that comes easy. For other people that are sort of been living in a, a sympathetic activated state where they're constantly in this fight or flight or in a depressed state where they're kind of shut down, right? Um, going into a, a relaxed state can feel a little bit strange. So we have to start to teach the nervous system how to be oriented to a more relaxed, regulated, and aware state. Because when we're in that state, we feel safety. Um, we feel more open and curious about our environment. And all of these things are so great for working with medicines, right? Like when you're when you're in a psychedelic state, we're purposefully and intentionally dysregulating ourselves, right? We're going on the roller coaster. So right. it, the more the more regulated that we can be through our breath, the more I think that we can get out of that psychedelic work. Blue Alchemy, is that the name of your place? Uh, Blue Magic Alchemy. Blue Magic yeah. Alchemy. Okay, yeah. talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so Blue Magic Alchemy is my company for breathwork and for coaching. Um, I it's so Blue Magic. Um, I there's there's a few different sort of meanings of the name. Um, I've had transpersonal experiences in my medicine journeys with both the Medicine Buddha and Shiva, which are both blue deities. Um, also mushrooms are blue, right? Mm -hmm. Um, they're the, at least the, the fun part of mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think that we can, you know, really alchemy is the transformation of lead into gold. Uh, traditionally for me, alchemy and this transformational path is really about taking the experiences that we've had and finding peace and finding benefit in them. You know, one of the things that I've noticed um, doing my podcast, The Vital Point, where I'm talking to all different types of integration coaches and um, uh, meditation teachers, breathwork folks, is there's a, there's a common theme, there's a through line, which is people going through these dark night of the souls or these personal crises, and then coming out the other side with some sort of healing, with some sort of insight, and then saying, you know what? Now I need to share that with other people, right? Like you guys are doing, right? You, right. you could just be, you could keep your insights and your growth to yourself, but you're not mm -hmm. doing that. You have a community, you have a podcast, you have brands, you're, you're trying to help and share that uh, inspiration and that insight that you've experienced with other people. 
And that to me is what alchemy is. Awesome. You know, that leads us right. That leads right up to my next really question for you. The challenges in this space, because like Mm. Michelle, me and Michelle have a lot of tentacles going on and we face a lot of challenges. So what is your biggest challenge in this space right now? Ooh, that's a good question. I Uh, came up with it. Uh, I would say that my biggest my biggest challenge is personally is continuing to um, push against my edges, right? Like so, even though I started this company um, at the beginning of 2021 is re- when I really started to go really hard at like doing online breath work and working with with clients in person. Um, it wasn't until April of this year that I quit my full time corporate gig. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, let's celebrate that, right? And so, um, you know, entrepreneurship is its own type of psychedelic journey, right? And its own growth. And I'm constantly coming up against the edges of what feels comfortable, what feels safe, and continuing to do my own work so that I can continue to expand, you know? Um, and in addition, I would say um, just curiosity. Uh, during the last year, I started working at an inpatient um, treatment center for uh, b- behavioral health and substance abuse. And walking in there for the first time, I was like, what am I going to do here? Like, I most of the people that I've worked with are actively working with psychedelics. We're doing these deep dive breathwork journeys that, quite frankly, a lot of the benefit that you're getting from them is the openness and the surrender. It's the ability to open to whatever you're experiencing, especially if it's something painful like tetany or a big emotion that's coming up, right? And I thought, gee, I don't know if all the people that are in the center, if they're ready for that. So that's helped me grow as a facilitator. Like right now, I have seven different groups that I run every week, and that's going anywhere from these deeper breathwork journeys to breathing specifically for regulating the nervous system, somatic experiencing, education on like how to work with the nervous system and different types of meditation. So it's helped me get more broad as a facilitator and as a teacher and as a coach. And, you know, through that, um, like for instance, I have a six session uh, coaching container right now called Breathwork for Integration that is much more full spectrum, right? It goes through all three of those uh, breathwork uh, categories that we mentioned before of teaching people how to work with awareness practices and then how to regulate the nervous system. And then finally into those deep dive um, breathwork experiences and how to integrate them so that people can use their breath in this full spectrum way, not only in their preparation and integration, and I'm totally biased that preparation, you know, you know, Integration begins with preparation, right? But also to know how to be aware and present and centered in your nervous system with your breath during the medicine experience so that you can get the most benefit from the work that you're doing. So I, I want to hear about what, what you're offering specifically, but first I'm curious, what is your daily practice? Yeah, great question. Um, so on a daily basis, um, I start with uh, meditation in the morning. Um, I know it's not fancy and there's lots of different types of meditation, but I've been a mindfulness meditation practitioner for 20 years. And so, um, while I would say that my meditation gets more into, 
um, the realm within the Buddhist context, which would be called Mahamudra meditation. Really, that's built on a foundation of mindfulness practice. Um, so then in addition to any exercise that I'm doing, I'm trying to get into an ice bath three times a week. Um, and I have a cold plunge here at the house, which makes that a lot easier. And then I do 30 minutes of um, that heart coherence breathing um, the, that we kind of went through really um, briefly earlier, where I'm breathing in for five seconds, out for five seconds um, at, at every night before I go to bed. So that's, that's on a awesome. daily basis. And then mm -hmm. I would say once or twice a week, I'm doing a shorter journey, something like, um, like a Wim Hof type practice. So for instance, um, this is one of the offerings that I have on a weekly basis. I have an integrative breathwork group that's only an hour long and we do 30 minutes of breathwork, which is a combination of meditation, more Wim Hof style breathing and integration. And then we have an integration sharing circle. So I'm doing at least one of those sessions myself every week. And then at least once a month, uh, I'm doing a full on breathwork journey, like where I'm breathing for anywhere between 60 to 75, 80 minutes, um, taking it deep and really like just really trying to be present with what comes up because so much can come up. Some days there's, you know, this emotional release, like there's maybe something that's just been sitting in my body that's just ready to come out. Other times it's very insightful. Like I might get um, sort of downloads about what the work that I'm doing or you know, inspiration for a new project or, you know, just sort of insight on what I should be doing next. Um, sometimes it's just very, very relaxing and just keeps the, keeps the wheel greased, right? Yeah. 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 yeah for sure. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about your offerings now? How, how, how can we find you? What do you have out there? What's going on with, with magic blue magic alchemy? Yeah. So, um, so I have online breathwork circles. That's probably the most accessible way of working with me. Um, like I said, there's the two different types of offerings and those can either be done on demand. Like you can drop in per session to the weekly integration, integrative breathwork circles or the, um, bi-weekly deeper dive uh, sessions. And I call those breathwork for transformation. So it's a mixture of somatic awareness and meditation, the deeper, more connected breathing, and then integration as well. Um, and then for, um, I also have a subscription for that, right? So you can, you can come in on demand and lots of people do, but I've found that the most benefit from breathwork actually comes from having a, a practice. So that was what inspired me to create the subscription and a community of breathers that are really committed to their own growth, their own practice. And for those subscribers, there's an additional breathwork journey that we do each month on the full moon. So all together with the membership, there's seven total sessions that you can come to each month. Uh, That's I, also, awesome, I also work with people one-on-one, -on -one, both online mm -hmm. and um, in person here in Tucson. And there's a variety of different things that I'm doing with them. Most, most of them, it's that six session um, breathwork for integration container that I mentioned, where we go through mindfulness, somatic awareness, um, breathwork for regulating the nervous system, both up and down, and then the fuller longer journeys and how to integrate that and continue that for yourself after we're done working together. Let me ask you this. Is there, is there any time that is that you recommend somebody do breath work 
in relation to plant medicines, right? Like there's a dieta before plant medicines, right. there's pre-integration, there's post-integration. Do yeah. you recommend breath work as, as part of that preparation or post? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that doing a full breathwork journey can be a really great way to get ready for a medicine journey because you're you're already priming yourself for going into that expanded state of consciousness, right? And even there's the research that's been done showing that when we're doing these deeper breathwork experiences, it's very similar neurologically to what's happening in the medicine space. Um, the default mode network gets quieter as far as activity and new neurological pathways and connections can be made. So at the very least, what I would recommend to a client is having a daily meditation and or a coherence breathing practice that they're doing leading up to their journey. And then a, one longer breathwork journey would be good as a way to really kind of open prime, think about intentions, um, just kind of get a, a feel of the land, right? Like it's almost like a, like a, like an exhibition game, let's say. Yeah. Um, and then definitely within the integration process afterwards, doing another um, journey and continuing that meditation and more functional breathing practice would be very helpful. Okay. This was like the very first modality I picked up after my experiences because I knew how important it was. And I just knew how important it was during my experiences on these medicines. And we all see where this space is going right now. We all see where it's going and it's booming. And I don't think it's only booming in the psychedelic. Everybody's looking for a way out, a way of happiness. I mean, just walk around. It's, it's pretty sad out there. And I yeah. think what we're creating, what you're doing, what we're doing, I think it's just creating these foundations. And I always talk about this. I think foundations are really important in this space. And I think you're doing a great job of this. You know, I mean, people need to be, there are other, there are other modalities out there. There are so many other things. You don't have to dive into just plant medicine. We just, we just feel for us, this was a great way to start. But these modalities that go along with it, like breath work and meditation and yoga and just whatever it's just getting right. out of your mind and yeah that dmn that default mode network is just yeah. like once you can erase that life is good but the breath yeah. the breath is the most important part it's the first thing we do it's the last thing we do right and, true, true. and on top of that right which is a very important point i i mentioned that often as well um if you think about there's so many of our wisdom lineages and ancient cultures for which the word for breath and spirit are the same. If you look at Chinese, if you look at Sanskrit, Greek, and Hebrew, just to name four, the words for spirit and breath are the same in all of those. So I think that our, our ancestors knew what we're just starting to rediscover, right? That the breath is a really powerful way into connection with the spirit or source or God or consciousness, whatever you want to call it. And Really, like you were saying, Mark, the, the healing from these different modalities isn't just inherent in what we're taking, right? Like if, if it, I would love it if it was that easy where all I'd have to do is like drink a cup of ayahuasca or eat these mushrooms and like <laughs> every, all the work's done, right? Yeah. But the, the healing is actually coming from the integration of what we're experiencing. 
and Amen. being able to, to implement those changes and those insights and the clarity that we have. And yeah, psychedelics and plant medicines are a really powerful way to do that because they give us that direct experience. And so does breath work, right? It's like, we don't have to hear about it. We don't have to read about it. We're having the experience. We're like, oh, damn, this is this is legit, right? And then it's like, what do we do to actually bring that into the rest of our life, to be connected with that inner healing intelligence as much as we can? Yeah, that's pretty an awesome explanation. Yeah. So let's let's talk about, let's go, where do we find you online? But first of all, I'd like to ask one thing. I'd like you to maybe do a like a free course or however we have to do this for maybe the plant medicine path group. Maybe like get yeah, some more people it. involved with there. I think that would be really be a good opportunity for our group for some people to get involved. But let tell tell us where we can find you. So what you're all about and where we can find you. Um, yeah, um, bluemagicalchemy.com. Basically, anywhere where you find Blue Magic Alchemy uh, online is going to be me. So um, on Instagram, I'm Blue Magic Alchemy and TikTok. Um, I would say Instagram is where I'm the most active as far as social media. Um, I also have a YouTube page, um, which right now is mostly uh, my podcast, The Vital Point. Um, but yeah, anywhere you find Blue Magic Alchemy, you're going to find me. So I've worked really hard to kind of take that little niche of a corner of the internet, right? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. That is needed. And that's what we're doing. We're setting these foundations. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's beautiful. Go ahead, Michelle. I was just going to thank you so much for for what you do and and bringing this to the forefront and and congratulations on leaving your 3D job and and jumping into this full time. We did the same thing just about a year ago. It's beautiful. What you're doing is important. And I just want to thank you. Mm -hmm. Likewise. Thank you guys for what you're doing. And and thanks for having this platform and uh, having me on. And I just I appreciate everyone in the space. Right. There's so much that's needed mm-hmm. and there's so much more outside of what we all need in this sort of Western 3d world, which is to, to be able to thrive and make a living, right? Like mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. And this, this movement I feel and what the medicines are teaching us is so much bigger than just that one dimension. Wow. What a way to end this. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you so much, Jonathan Schechter, Blue Magic Alchemy, Breathwork. You're amazing. You can find him on the medicine path as well. Finally, great to connect with you. What a great discussion today, Michelle, huh? With yeah, Jonathan. that was awesome. I, I'm so glad that we finally got to connect with him. We keep trying and, and now we did. And what he's doing is so important. Breathwork is a beautiful modality. And don't be afraid of it. There are key. I mean, there's it's a little bit different in the beginning. It's a little kind of scary. But, you know, we got to learn how to breathe right. And, you know, we just need to learn how to breathe again and just breathe. Right, Michelle? Just Just breathe. breathe. And here's the thing. He's right. You can get just as deep with your breath as you can with plant medicines. I was not believe that until I did it myself. And it's very powerful. So not only do we need to understand how to breathe every minute of the day, but going into deep holotropic breath work for, for medicine work is, is an incredible tool. Well, you know, I'm really excited about next show, right? Yes. Tell us who's, who's our coming next, next show. Mark ah, who is Mark, I bogus saw yes. a good friend of mine, you know, and we're going to talk a lot. Um, I think we might get deep. 
Yeah, we will. We were with them last weekend up in Canada, the the uh, Howards with Ibogasol, and we're going to have him on on next week and talk to him. We're very excited. Yeah, Boga is one of those medicines that, you know, now it's really well talked about in this community because everybody's so scared of it. But I'm going to tell you, it's the real deal. It is. Okay, finally, our affiliate Mama Dose is going to be having a Thanksgiving sale. Um, that's going to be coming up. It's what is that special? I think it's uh, you buy a 90 day supplement, you get a 90 free and you buy a 30 day supplement, you get a 30 day free. Now, I think that's they're only running that for Black Friday, though. That's right. That's going to be a Black Friday sale. They're going to be running that through, I think, through the weekend. So yep. jump on Mama Dose and see what that's about. Thanks so much. This has been a fun time. Thanks for joining us today. As always. I'm Medicine with the Metals. And don't forget, hit and subscribe to our YouTube channels and follow us on all our social media platforms. Let's go through them. The Plant Medicine Path, Mama Dose. We've got Church of the Sacred Plants and Medicine with the Metals. Follow us. We're the Information Education Psychedelic Information Education Network.